Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Weissman from the Raleigh News and Observer, joined by Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, how are you this morning? Uh, we're taping this on Saturday morning uh, after Duke played Arizona last night at the Cameron Indoor Stadium. I'm all right. I'm all right. You know, uh, the weather got a little colder uh, today. You know, it seems a little cold after after a loss anyway. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yep, we got I'm, a lot I'm all right. We got a lot to break down uh, for the Dukes game with Arizona. Um, you know, a great early season matchup. It's one of those where, you know, you never want to take a loss, right, ever, especially on right. your home court. Right. But, uh, you know, uh, both teams can learn a lot from this experience. And this isn't football, so, like, it doesn't sink your season when you lose a game early. So right, right. That's a good right. thing. There's a lot of lessons to learn. So um, we're going to break that down today, and we're going to look ahead to Tuesday's game with Michigan State in Chicago, another big matchup for the Blue Devils. Um, Michigan State already has a loss this year. They lost to James Madison at home. So both mm-hmm. these teams are, um, you know, have already learned lessons. And so we'll we'll talk about that today as well. But before we go any further, I do want to remind everybody about Bet Online, uh, our, our major sponsor here at the podcast. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is is here as well. So Bet Online remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, UFC, and NHL are all in full swing. Uh, Bet online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action, along with every sport available at your fingertips, with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to the bet on, head to Bet Online today, and remember to use your promo code Believe. That's B L E A V for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The Blue Devils, uh, yeah, lost uh, 78-73 to Arizona last night. Uh, we knew it was going to be a tough battle all night. Um, you know, uh, three-point shooting wasn't great. That was one problem. John Shire talked about the lack of movement on offense. We'll break that down as well. But I think a, a, another subject that's probably really near and dear to your heart, Sheldon, was the rebounding. Arizona really dominated Duke on the boards last night. Yeah, yeah, they definitely did. I mean, uh, t- to be honest with you, um, shooting, that's something that kind of goes up and down throughout the season. So some games you're going to shoot really well. Some games you got to really kind of gut it out. But like you said, the thing that kind of stood up to me was the rebounding. And we got out rebounded 41 and 27 uh, to uh, Arizona. And I'm looking at some of the plays and uh, not to kind of, you know, call them out and everything, but there were some plays where you have Reeves or you have Ryan Young that was, you know, I know Balo from TV. It's a big guy. But the fact that they they weren't really going into his body trying to push him out. They were trying to kind of just be in front of them. And then they kept getting pushed in underneath the boards and they kind of grabbed the rebound. Uh, Bala did it a couple of times. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Um, the foreign guy's name, yeah. Chris. Oh yeah. Um, uh, previous. Yeah. 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 His yeah. name. Yeah. Where he, he had one where he got a, a put back in a, and one that type yeah. of thing. So, the thing is, I'm like, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, all right, at some point, you got to go and be mad that this is your job. Like, you got to take it. It's man versus man. And the fact that you're not putting your body into the other person's body, whether he's more powerful, more physical, whatever, you still got to make the effort. And I think I said it before in other uh, podcast episodes where 
it has to be a, a game rebound type, you know, effort for us because we don't have like a monster rebounder that's going to be there for, you know, 15 plus boards a game. We don't have that. We have a guy that can do that every now and then, but consistently we don't have that. And that's something that I was trying to see if we can have that happening. And uh, when the game first started, I was seeing Mark Mitchell kind of do that. And he was, you know, getting a lot of live balls and being very active, very energetic, something that he does all the time. But we need that. And he only wind up with five rebounds. McCain um, had nine points and five assists. Uh, but, you know, it just uh, – Flip had eight rebounds. But the thing is, we still got out rebound at 41 and 27. And that's something that we can't let happen if we're going to be successful throughout the year, whether we're going to be shooting well uh, all year or not. We have to rebound the ball. And that's just the point. Yeah, definitely. And, and Shire, you know, hammered that point home last night talking about, you know, like you mentioned, it's got to be all five guys uh, boxing out, chasing the ball, you know, team team effort. And he said, it doesn't matter if you're big or small because somebody brought up, okay, you don't have Derek Lively this year, right? Last year you were the biggest team in the country. And so rebounding was a, real, a really strong point. I think they were only out-rebounded like five or six times all last year. You know, they really were, were strong in the area. And so, yes, you, you lose Lively. But as Shire said, it, it that's not really an excuse. Like we still, you still have t guys, you still have players, you, you know, not every team has all these seven footers. Arizona is big, but they didn't have all these seven footers either. So they, you know, they had guys, they had guards, you know, getting six rebounds, you know, uh, Larson, number three, uh, had six rebounds last night. So that's, that helps. Um, two yeah. of those were offensive. I'm looking here at the sheet, the, yeah. you know, the offensive rebounds, Arizona had 15 offensive rebounds. I mean, that's, that's a lot of second chance points. And yes. so, yeah, it's uh, it, it's about when shooting poorly too, like thirty four percent from three. So right, that, fact, that yeah. factors in big time. Yeah, you're giving them extra shots and extra chances to the basket, and you're not able to make it up. So, um, you know, we we could we were worried, you know, after the Tennessee game last year, right? The physicality of that game, mm -hmm. Arizona was very physical on the perimeter last night and inside. Um, and it seemed, you know, uh, we we wondered how Duke would handle it. Right, all off season it was, hey. We didn't like getting punked. We didn't like getting pushed around by Tennessee. We worked hard in the weight room and everything. And, um, you know, last night, it it, it kind of happened again, didn't it? The physicality right. kind of got to him. Yeah, it, uh, definitely. I mean, I didn't think it was as bad as the Tennessee game. No. Uh, I did see Flip, you know, show a lot of, you know, effort, you know, trying to be the guy, be physical back with Balo, whoever else was guarding him, kind of bully his way into, like, you know, some of his shots. And, again, I said his last episode – I think he's being too physical with some of his moves. I think it'd been better if he would go ahead and try to get like a quick hook or something that's fast, whatever, where he's not banging bigger guys as me. If guys gonna throw uh, Balo type people at you, it's gonna take a toll on your body you know, midway through the season. So I'm hoping that I know he's able to do it now that he has two good hips, but I'm hoping that he's able to kind of get that or at least. Uh, they figure out a way to kind of get him to the basket without him always trying to bang through, you know, one or two people. They're trying to score the basketball. But, I mean, honestly, Arizona played – they played well. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know uh, a lot about Arizona outside of, you know, the whole Caleb Love coming back to uh, yeah. Durham and playing and everything. So, I didn't know a lot about them. I know they had a transfer from San Diego State that played well. And um, I didn't know much about the team. And they had a really good team. And – uh, again, you know, West Coast team, man. a lot of the games is, you know, at midnight our time. So yeah. not really, at least for me, I'm not really staying up, you know, that late to, to watch those games. But they were really a, a really a well-coached 
team. They play with a chip on their shoulder. They were the aggressor most of the game. I mean, we had a little bit of a push in the second half, uh, especially kind of ending the first half kind of poorly. But mm-hmm. I think uh, we we did kind of bounce back a little bit, and uh, we made a little bit of a run. Sean Stewart came in, got a big rebound, a, a big uh, uh, I think a tip in basket tip that won- yeah yeah that wound up giving us the lead mm-hmm. for the first time in like thirty minutes of the game yeah. But and so he had that energy kind of bringing in. But again, it goes down to our defense and our rebounding. So if we playing well mm-hmm. in defense, we still got to be able to get the rebound. And if we're not getting the rebound. The defense is kind of like, you know, not a real effort. And that's the the, the bad thing about it because we don't have like a rim protector, you know, type guy that's going to be able to limit those second chance points. And that's what, you know, we kind of facing right now. Yeah. And I, I want to talk about Sean Stewart and Christian Reeves both real quick here too, because you mentioned and that was a great play by Sean Stewart coming in the second half and doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, he only played three minutes and 37 seconds. Uh, Reeves played two minutes and 38 seconds. I, Reeves was in the first half. Stewart was in the second half as, as they were trying to, to kind of get, you know, mix people in because flip had two fouls in the first half and yeah, yeah. he kept playing and he ended up with four. He didn't foul out, but yeah. he had to be a little more passive mm-hmm. uh, in the post playing defense. So they were trying to, you know, save some minutes on him a little bit. And, you know, Reeves after the Dartmouth game, I asked uh, Shire about Reeves and what he could do to play more this year. And he said, Christian's got a rebound. I think I may have missed now in the last episode. Yeah, yeah. And lo and behold, that first, and he was in there, he was out of position a couple of times. I mean, he's a big guy, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's not, and, and you know, you, you know this better than me, but being big isn't what it's all about, right? You've got to, you got to be in position. Yeah, you know, definitely. Definitely. I mean, the um, thing is, you don't have to be the strongest, most, most athletic, whatever guy, because we've seen great rebounders be all shapes and forms. It's the one constant between a good, good rebounder and a great rebounder is that they are willing to go after the ball, be that ball hunter to kind of chase down those balls, whether it be around your area, inside your area or outside your area, just having that will and the hunger, you kind of just are, this is my job. I'm going to get this ball. This is nobody else's ball. Even if I have to fight my own teammates for it, this is my ball. That's how you kind of make, I kind of said this last episode, that's kind of how you separate yourself and mm-hmm. make sure that you actually get some time. And he came in, I think he had a, uh, a bucket and a free throw mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is, uh, that kind of stood out. We only have five points off the bench. You know, Reeves, right. had, Reeves had three. Uh, Stewart had two. That yep. was it. That's all we had off the bench. And That's it. We need something um, off the bench. You know, I know um, this is Caleb Foster's first big game. Um, so he's kind of kind of getting used to it. You know, what he should be, you know, being thrown into the fire with. Because, you know, that's what we need him to do. Uh, but the fact that we only have five points off the bench, that really uh, stood out too, as well with the rebounding. So I'm hoping that uh, this is kind of like, you know, all right, this is the first hit I got. Now I can go ahead and uh, understand that this is where I'm getting myself into. Right, now I'm ready. And now let's go ahead and take it to Michigan State because Michigan State is known for being a physical team through Izzo's whole coaching uh, career. So I'm hoping that's the case. Absolutely. And, of course, you know, they, they lost that game to James Madison uh, and – I'm sure practice wasn't fun for Mizzou, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they they came back and and beat Southern Indiana by 23 points. So they bounced back really well. So mm-hmm. they've probably got a different mindset now than they did before that James Madison game. So that's again another test for Duke. Um, yeah, the lack of bench scoring was was glaring as well. Ryan Young played uh, almost 13 minutes. He only attempted two shots and he didn't score. Mm-hmm. Um, usually you get something from him. Foster, after playing really well against Dartmouth, you know, uh, really you know he didn't attempt a shot. 
the physicality of Mich- of Michigan State of Arizona's perimeter guys kind of got to him. He he could not get settled in that game. He couldn't get a handle on it. So again, a good lesson for him. Um, somebody else who struggled that I was surprised, but you know, Tyrese Proctor didn't play didn't play well. Didn't play as he, well. No, nope. No. He was one out of six from three. Um, he had that key. He had five assists. He did, but he had that key turnover with twenty eight seconds to go when he got in the lane and, and yeah. traveled. And that really. Yeah. Really flipped the game in Arizona's favor. Yeah, that 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 was a tough one too. Because I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, ah, oh, maybe it could, it could have been. Then it kind of showed again on replay. They're like, yeah, he kind of he did travel, so that kind of sucked. Because I mean, he he wanted making a shot, and that would have been big for us if we actually yeah. counted. But yep. the fact that you know that was a huge play for us because uh, we was trying to get the momentum back in the game, and that happened. And it just I don't know. The thing is, we didn't play the best we could both as a team and rebounding. And yet we were still right there. And the, the whole point is it's game two. All right. We know we need to rebound better. We know we need to group rebound. And we know that we are going to be able to not, you know, shoot. Some days we're going to shoot the ball with lights out. Some days we're not. We got to figure out how we're going to win and you know grind it out. But the fact that this is game two, we had these things that are fixable things. We were right there. And that's the thing right there. Like, you know, all we got to do is hone in on these couple things and things will change. And I can see ourselves, you know, doing something, you know, really special against Michigan State. That's the key. Exactly what you said. And Shire said it last night post game. This has to be a reality check. This has to be, okay, here's where we stand. You learn fast. That's the beauty of playing these games. Uh, and next year, Duke will go to Mikhail Center and and learn. Hopefully, they'll come out with a win from their point of view. But, <laughs> but payback, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yeah. point is, even if you don't, you learn. You learn what you need to do. Caleb Foster will take a lot from this. You hope, right? And he'll right. he'll he'll know what he's doing forward. Christian Reeves talking about rebounding. Maybe Sean Stewart showed enough in that that little spurt in the second half when he had that nice tip in on flips miss, and uh, uh, that next time maybe maybe Tuesday night he gets the minutes in the first half. Right, instead of Christian Reeves, maybe he's maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, That's he's an athletic what, guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, him just bringing energy that's going to be big in itself. I mean, Reeves and uh, Sean Stewart, they both got to be energy guys. That's that's the bottom line, no matter what. When they come in the game, they got to impact the game by their energy. And I think when if they do that, they start seeing themselves kind of flying around and getting uh, loose balls, tip ins, uh, you know, getting a couple of easy baskets. Um, one thing I do want to talk about. Mark Mitchell, I know he has a very flat shot. I know he's not the greatest three-point shooter. And they were egging him on to shoot threes, those mm-hmm. wide open threes. I would much rather him drive the basket, drive the ball to the basket versus trying to shoot that wide open three. Um, I, no disrespect to him and his work ethic. He's been trying to improve his three-point shot, but it, it's just not there right now. And it's okay, maybe he, you know, trying to shoot one or two. I think he wanted to shoot like three or so. Four. Uh, four. He's up for four. Yeah. Yeah. And I would rather him because he did it once where they left him open. It was over here in the paint, and then he wound up dropping the basket and scoring the basketball. I'm like, that's what you can do. Like, yes, they give you an open shot. There's a reason why they give you an open shot. <laughs> There's a reason. So please take advantage of that open space right there and go downhill against a defender that's not really ready and you can go ahead and get into the paint and if you draw that uh contact you can throw it up to uh to flip 
for an easy uh, basket. So I'm just right. like, just drive the basketball and things will happen better versus you just, you know, shooting a, a three-point shot. Shoot, I don't even take a, you take a couple of triples in and shoot a, a 15, 13 foot, you know, right. shot. I would rather have that. It's just that I just don't, it doesn't sit well with me that he's shooting an open shot over and over again. I'm like, yeah, you're open, but there's a reason why you're open. <laughs> it's a tale as old as time in basketball. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> they know. People know who you should let shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah, a reason exactly. why. That's right. Exactly. There's a reason why. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it was good to see him play 30 minutes last night after the sprained ankle and everything. So Duke definitely needed him. But you're right. And that's uh, another thing that was talked about post game. The players and, and Coach Shire uh, after the game was on offense, the ball seemed to get stuck on one side. Tyrese mentioned that. It got stuck on one side. At halftime, they addressed that, came back early in the second half, got it going, right? Got the lead. And then at the end, it kind of reverted for whatever reason. Uh, and part of that was, I mean, I, it's not just Mark Mitchell. He was part of it because when the ball got to him, he shot those three pointers. He shot four right, of them, and, right. and that's what happened. Um, so uh, that's definitely uh, something they're going to have to work on with offensive flow as well. Right. And, and one of those stood out to me the most, and I know the time was running out, and I think Flip or no, it might have been McCain that threw the ball out to Mark Mitchell in the second half, and he kind of bobbled it. And then try to keep shooting. He tried to shoot it when uh, Caleb Love was flying in space. And I knew it was like two seconds left, but he had Proctor right next to him. He could have went ahead, swing to Proctor for a wide open shot, who's a better shooter. And that kind of stood out to me like, yo, that's a normal Duke play. Like, swing, swing, bam, shoot the ball, open shot. One more and pass, right? One more pass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I, I, like I said, I get it. It was like uh, the shot clock winding run, down. So he's trying to hurry up and, uh, you know, things like that. But he still had enough time to actually, when I see Bob the ball, bam, pass it. There was, yeah. there's no regrouping after that, especially when the guy is flying right at your face, shot clock running down, just pass the ball and maybe we get something better out of it. Exactly. Exactly. And so these are all things they're going to work on. It's, it's a short turnaround, uh, you know, before they go to Chicago on Monday and play Tuesday night against Michigan State. Michigan State has, Veteran guards, uh, like like they always do, they're going to be tough on them. Um, it is a neutral site, but I mean, there'll be there'll be fans for both teams there. It's a Champions Classic, right? There's going to be Michigan State fans. Yeah, fans. Yeah. It's in Chicago. It's John's John's hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Coach K was back last night. I don't know if you saw. Yeah, they said it was his <laughs> second time being back. In yeah, the other time was yeah Notre Dame last year when Bray was going right. to retire. So, right. Um, he's going to be back a lot more this year. Coaches. Okay. Okay. Um, I know they were working in the off season to to find him the right seats he wanted or that, that was comfortable for him and Mickey. Uh, so, yeah, I think, you know, last year he's, he stayed away, tried to give John his space. Right. Um, John won the ACC title. Right. I mean, you know, he had, he had a good year. He got the contract extension. And so mm-hmm. I think there's a little more comfort level and, you know, he, he's trying not to hover right over the program, right. but right. yet, He's Coach K. He can come here whenever he wants, right? <laughs> yeah, that's something he uh, he uh, he he got you know over forty years of experience with and everything. So you know, it, he has his name on his court. He's coach, exactly. you know K court. So I mean, uh, the fact that oh, I'm gonna keep trying out these seats until I find a perfect seat. You know, that's the biggest flex right there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. They got him yeah. right in the corner uh, over there. Uh, it's just uh, where I watched the game on press row. He's to my right. Now, last time he was there, he was to my left over there, right in front of the band, right mm-hmm. in front of the band. Right. That was a little loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So they got him on the other end now. So uh, that'll be good for he and Mickey. I'm sure they'll, they'll enjoy being at games this year. So, um, yeah. So uh, uh, I don't know if 
I don't know if Coach K is coming to Chicago. That's what got me on that subject. Maybe he'll fly up to Chicago. It's hometown. Okay, it's right? hometown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can see that happening. It's, it's hometown. Uh, I can see that happening. So, I mean, it'd be kind of cool to see that. But, you know, as you know, uh, as you just said, you know, kind of giving John in space as well, too. So, but I wonder, I was looking at him watching the game, and I'm like, does he realize how much stuff was going on during the timeouts and the dead ball situations? You know, when you actually in the moment, you're not really thinking about anything else besides, you know, what's going on in the team huddle, trying to get your players right, trying to get the play right. But now you actually seeing it on the other side. You know, I mean, I'm sure he's watching you know, a lot of, you know, games and TV, things like that. But yeah. the fact that you actually see all of the stuff that's going on in the stadium, uh, right. in the arena and everything. So I wonder, like, what go through his mind you know, actually watching all the antics and things like that goes on. <laughs> that is that is a good point. I, I I hope to ask him about that uh one day after he's at a few more games and stuff to see how he how he deals with that because yeah. obviously you know he's thinking about the game differently than than you know like I would or right. you know because he's Coach K. But right, um right. I know a couple of times like he'd lean over to Mickey and go like hey that was a foul on number four like they should have called that foul you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get up and get after the officials but yeah, he he pointed it out but uh <laughs> yeah that's good stuff so um uh yeah we gotta see how how Duke bounces back against Michigan state, how the, how the response is, it's going to be another lesson about this team, about the internal leadership. Um, again, cause this isn't, this isn't the end of the world losing to Arizona uh, and every goal they want is ahead of them. And this is still a very talented roster. Um, I know Randolph Childress was at the game last night. Uh, and he said that, um, that, you know, th- let, let's not pull the panic, push the panic button here about Duke. This is a really good team that has a chance mm-hmm. to win the national championship. So a loss to Arizona isn't the end of the world, but uh, but it will be a good lesson about internal leadership, right? They've got to when they get to practice. Jeremy Roach, the captains, Ryan Young, they've got to they've got to get up and say, "All right, guys, young guys, now you know what this is about, right? Now now we know what we need to do." Right, 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 right. You kind of get baptized into uh, what the college basketball life is really about. You know, early on, you know, your second game in versus like you know, kind of easing your way into the. You know, right before ACC play, you know, playing a big game in ACC and things like that. But you said Randolph Childress, uh, Wake Forest playing Rand- Randolph. Yeah, Childress? yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a that's a throwback name right there. I yeah, man. Him, man. Yeah. I thought you'd appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a throwback name right there. Okay. Yeah, right. he was there. Uh, um, uh, he was in the press room a little bit. You know, he does some work for ACC Network and some other oh, okay, outlets. Okay. So, yeah, he was there. Um, Grant Hill was there. Like we may, I t- I sent you a text about Grant Hill banking in his free throw. Banking free throw. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, if, if I would have known that, I would have tried that. Like they didn't tell me until I got to the arena. I was going to, you know, shoot the, the the free throw. Like man, let me go ahead and practice or something. I ain't shot a ball in a while, but right. If I was on uh, the spot, yeah, yeah. If I was like Grant Hill, like no way. At least the backboard's right there. Let me go ahead and shoot off the backboard. <laughs> and I was watching him and like. He shot it. I thought, boy, that's going to be long. Oh, no. And then it banked in. I thought, oh, okay. uh, yeah, The bank's open. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he got $1,000 for the pediatric hospital. So that's a great okay. thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it all worked out well. But okay. uh, yeah, G Banks was back last night. There were like a lot, lot of lot of names in the stadium. Uh, okay. Terry okay. Francona, uh, the, the old uh, Cleveland Indians manager, uh, uh, he was sitting on the Arizona side. So, oh, so I didn't know who that guy was. They said he was a Hall of Fame guy. Um, I didn't know who. who yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big Arizona person, or whatever. But I didn't know who that guy was. So, yeah, okay. yeah. Baseball manager. Uh, you okay. won the World Series with uh, with Boston. Won uh, two World Series with them, and then uh, was with the Indians most recently. Okay. Uh, okay. Baseball manager. So yeah, Ter- Terry Francona was there. So again, 
it was a big atmosphere. It was a great yeah, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I, I will tell you that the the buzz was different last night for that game. Uh, it felt like it felt like an ACC game. Uh, uh, non Carolina. It wasn't to the Carolina level, obviously, despite Caleb Love's you know presence. But yeah, <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, but you, you know you can just feel the extra juice in the building when there's a game, as opposed to you know Dartmouth or the other games they play in non conference. So. Uh, it was fun. It was a good experience, except for you know Duke losing. Of course, they didn't want that. But uh, now again, Michigan State will be the next thing uh, on Tuesday night, and then uh, uh, then they don't play again until Friday, so they have a little break after that. So um, yeah. we'll we'll see how they we'll see how they respond. I would I would, I'm really curious to see what happens in the first half, especially see how they move the ball on offense. See if they're you know chasing the ball. I'm I wonder what kind of drills they'll do to work on the rebounding part of it. You know, I wonder, I wonder what that, what that approach will be in practice. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure that there's new drills or not, whatever, but you know, the classics, the old school, you know, you put the little bubble on top of the, uh, the, uh, the rim and you kind of shoot, you know, the bubble kind of makes sure that it has like little different um, uh, things that's kind of sticking out the bubble and, Mm it purposely make you, you know, miss the ball and it kind of goes, the ball goes everywhere. So you uh-huh. don't know what's going to happen. So that's one of the classes where you just you know, have a coach or a manager kind of shoot and everybody kind of just find a body, try to box out and just kind of grab the rebound and get you that, that mindset up, like the ball, the ball, that go get the ball. Right, right. There you go. Maybe yeah. that's people too. We'll find out. So, okay, well, that'll do it for this one. Uh, this edition, appreciate everybody joining us. Appreciate to- Bet online sponsor in the podcast as always, uh, Sheldon. We'll we'll get together again uh, early uh, after the Michigan State game, and we'll have another podcast up before um, Duke plays on the following Friday night uh, uh-huh. against Bucknell. So uh, we'll see how they do Tuesday in Chicago. I'll be up there, and uh, we'll have plenty to talk about next time. So thanks everybody for joining us on this edition. All right, let's go Duke. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.